Welcome to another edition of It Is What It Is. I'm your host, Zam, and Mero Mero. Ladies and gentlemen, Christopher Monroe, What's a.k.a. Up? El Gato Negro, a.k.a. the walking living statue, a.k.a. the caramel thunder, a.k.a. a bunch of a.k.a.s, which I can't finish. And then one of our guests, Ryan Jones, a.k.a. the CEO of the Light Skin Committee, and Kiana and Kiwana, the Beckett <laughs> twins, correct? Yeah, that's us. How are y'all? Good. I'm now bold, but okay. <laughs> and before we get started, a shout out to our sponsors. We definitely got to shout out our digital uh, sponsors, Digital Taxi Max, for all of our web web uh, support, as well as uh, we got it for our gear, you know, Brandy uh, with the uh, Inner Flydom. Check her out on Instagram. And on Instagram. And on top of that, shout out to MMS Creative Division. Shout out to Pops. Love you, fool. Wherever you are, well, you're not a fool. Sorry about that, Pops. Love you. Um, but anyway, welcome. Welcome. Today we're going to talk about, what is it, monogamous, monogamous relationships? Relationships in general, what it makes to work. I think there was a video uh, that surfaced on the Instagram that this, this young lady went off. You know what I mean? And she was trying to, she was going on most, most. Mostly at ladies, right? Just basically saying what it would take to work, how they don't know themselves. So we're going to dig into it. I figured we invite some guests on here to talk about, you know, what it takes for really a successful relationship. I think that's what she was trying to say. So, yeah, with that being said, um, did everyone get to a chance to watch that, um, that video? Ryan, did you watch that video? I did see the video. I don't think I watched it to the, to the end, but I definitely got the gist. Maybe the first... Two, three minutes, I guess. Okay. Damn, you're a smart dude, man. All you need is like 30 seconds and you're like, I got it. Trying to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> um, we'll start with Ryan first because we're going to save the best for last, ladies. Usually ladies go first, but some will say you got to keep a lady in front of you. Some say, you know, you got to keep a lady in the back of you. You know what I mean? But then before we before we we, we point out and, and get specific, I just want to know just a committee. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, one of the things she she mentioned on that video was about satisfying the other person. And 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 my question is: There's some people in relationships on here. There's some people that's married on here. What what wouldn't you do for your significant other? So where where'd your video go, Chris? Nobody knows. Right. All right, Christopher. Right. Come on back, brother. You know what I'm saying? What wouldn't you do to satisfy your significant other? Because this leads to a lot of different angles, you know, because everybody has a different need. What wouldn't you do to satisfy your significant other? And what would the reasons, what would be the reasons you wouldn't, what, what, what wouldn't you do? So this, who is, this is up to anybody. It's not specific to any, any, any one of you guys. Chris, I mean, uh, Ryan, you go first. Wow. Uh, let me just start by saying I am single and being single and having been single for like the last four years, you know, you learn a lot about yourself uh, and what you won't put up with. What wouldn't I do if I really want to see a successful relationship happen? And meaning I'm assuming we're talking about being married and death doing us part. That's that's the win. You know, anything short of that is, is a hell. You know, so, mm-hmm. you know, I think you have to commit to the commitment, right? To death do his part. Commit I'm here. To the oh, commitment. Right. 
So once you do that, you'll find yourself stretching your limits to ensure that you make it that far. Now, I'll also, you know, say that I didn't, I haven't done that, right? So I've said, nope, I'm getting off this ship. And the reason was I just didn't like where it was going to go, what it was going to make my life feel like. So if I want to see it succeed, I know what it takes. I mean, you almost have to do anything. Yeah. And I'm and, and referring to that video, there is a lot of, you know, you know, the physical side of it. It takes do do. That means you got to do whatever needs to be. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> okay, um, so um, I'll go next if anybody else wants to go. I'll go next. So I've been. Oh, we're on the spot. So I've been married almost five years, but I've been with my husband. Hey, congratulations to you. Thank right. you. I've been with my husband for almost 14 years. Damn, you so, old, Shawty. Yeah, so I met him when I was 22. Um, and I'll be honest, when I before <laughs> I met him, I said I would say this. Before I met him, I always said that um, from past relationships, I was in, I was under this like understanding my own personal understanding that you one person can't give you everything. Like you need a man who come, who could make you laugh, maybe a man to take you out vacation with. Not one person can give you everything. That's what was I was immature in my opinion. Sort of like a poverty relationship. When I met my husband, I had everything, and. But over the course of 14 years, we've grown together to be even more than everything. So I laugh with him. We go on vacations. We live together. We build a home together. We pay bills together. We've been through ups and downs, health issues, family, death, babies, everything, you know? So I say that to say that you do have to be committed. And with him, it was, it was, it was just never going to be anything other than be together. So, but that video that she was speaking of, it was more so she was, she had the mindset of that whole sexual, sexualizing herself mm -hmm. and what a man could do for her. Mm -hmm. So that's what she wanted. So that's what she got. Mm -hmm. I was never under that mindset, even though I was like the immature thought I had. I always knew that I work, I go to school, I graduated two degrees. I have my own and then my husband has his own and we've come together as a collective, as a collective. So for me, like I, people, you know, they, they, my girlfriend's laugh at me because I'm like, marriage is easy to me. Like, it's not that hard. Like he has his job. I have my job in the household. He does what he do. I do what I do, you know, physically, like there ain't no complaints. Like one thing we don't do because we respect each other and the union that we made under God. There ain't going to be no any other people entering into our sexual relationship. So, you know, people are like, I would do anything for my man. If he want a threesome, if he want to poke me in the butt, I'm doing that. Like, <laughs> like none of that. Like, none of that. Hey, it's hey, let's rewind for a second. Hold on, hold on. Hey, no, hold on. I got you. I got you. I got you. Before you continue, right? Shout out to uh, Madam Wee. Because, you know, we had an episode on poly, poly relationships. On um, poly? Anyway, yeah, yeah, but... It was a sexual education that she was talking about, you know, easing in the three fingers in the butt. But anyway, go on. Uh, oh, so that's why y'all Okay, go on. So overall, what I'm saying is this. Before me and my husband got married and while we're married, we already understand what we want and what our values are in a marriage. 
we have our goals in a marriage and that doesn't include other people outside our marriage. We don't let people in our business. We don't like, we respect each other and we respect our union. And with that things just flow because we have communication. And then and it makes it, it makes it for me it's personally, easier. it makes it easier. And I can go on and on about this, but that girl in a video, I, like, just like RJ, um, I couldn't get past a few minutes but then I said, no, since we're going to be on this um, podcast, I want to get as much information as I can so that I can give really good feedback. Because if you don't listen to something and understand it, you really can't rebuttal information if you don't even know what you're talking about. But then also to, to continue what Kiwana is saying, I do agree with Ryan because the first two minutes, I was like, okay, I can't listen to this. This is too much. This, like, first of all, the, the, the delivery and the language didn't allow me the way my brain works. If something is led with respect, then I'll listen. But if it, if it's automatically leading with a form of disrespect to what I define as disrespectful, then I'm not going to listen. But considering we were going to be on this platform, I finished it to the end, but maybe five to six minutes in, I had to interpret what she was saying. Like, and, and I guess I would say in her language, how she was trying to say it or like, in, you know, in her perspective. So I think what she was saying is that, as a woman, she knew the mistakes that she made. So she's trying to educate these other women on a different platform. And, and I guess she's getting angry at them because on her, in her one-on-one, she's seeing that they're only valuing money and they're valuing sex and their bodies. But yet they're, they're expecting or demanding more from these men. It's like, well, you can't get more if you're not giving more. So since she's not giving anything, then that's all you will receive is sex and money. And then it may not even be a lot of that. And he is, the man will rightfully so, go to someone else who's fulfilling all other areas and, and all other levels that he is seeking. So a lot of times you can't, as a woman, say I want sex and money and then get mad when he only comes over at three o'clock in the morning and only gives you a hundred dollars. Like, that's just what it is. And adjust your back. Um, and what? You. And adjust your back. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was my opinion. Does that answer what you, what you asked, Doug? Yeah, I don't know who Doug is, but uh, yeah. What? I said, I don't know who Doug is, but yeah. <laughs> we go under Zam here. <laughs> I got you. No, that, that answers it. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. And, <clears throat> since we're talking about that union, right? Like, with that union, did, did y'all... Well, I mean, in, in that position, like, do you got to come into that that whole relationship as a whole, as a as one person? you find somebody that you can grow with? Um, or do you come in under, I think one of the things that I got from what she was saying is that she was telling girls they got to understand themselves, right? You got to know yourself before you can actually satisfy something, somebody else. Absolutely. Same thing for men too. She was, she was going in and, and like you said, the delivery was real rough and rash. You know what I mean? But, but if you, if you break it down, what she was saying is this kind of, you know, look, you as men or women got to understand themselves before they can go into a relationship and give to somebody else. If you, if you can't do that, then you, you're going to go in through this this circle of just doing what you need to do to have somebody for a moment for a period of time, and 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 then you and then when that person grows or they get what they need from that relationship, they move on, mm-hmm. and uh, and so finding that, do you feel that outside interest? Do you feel that what you do on the outside, um, your your ambitions, your goals, you know, which what you which which how you see your life going, affects the relationship. Like, like, because in some situations, you know, like, like, uh, I think Kiwana, it was you that you, you, you married. So you've been, you, uh, you, you, you say you knew your husband for 14 years. 
and you've been married five, right? Or you doomed for 14 and then got married for five. No, so collectively we've been together for 14 years, but within the 14, we've been gotcha. married almost five in January. Gotcha. Um, but did, did you did you know yourself going into your relationship? Before oh, y'all got married, God, no. <laughs> okay. okay. I, tell, I tell people all the time that, so we've been together for 14 years and we've only been married for almost five. And there was a point, like maybe the four year mark when we were dating, I was begging and pleading like, no, I want to get married. I want to get married. When are you going to marry me? Are you going to marry me? You know, doing that whole thing. But now that I'm 35 and I'll be 36 in December, looking you look back. 25. Say that again. You look 25. Thank you. <laughs> oh, wait, you said her or both of us. <laughs> Joke, I'm joking. <laughs> Um, I'll be 36 in December looking back I was not ready at all for marriage like at all and what it entailed at all and as a you know a a young woman at 25 26 I I felt like you know in that moment I was you know I was a college graduate I'm like doing my thing I got my own apartment I have you know I'm solid I'm a you know I'm a nice person I'm loyal I have all these great characteristics but marriage is a different, it's a different beast. I'll tell anybody. And it comes with good and bad. Um, and just to even give like little small details, I used to live, um, um, closer to a train station, basically. So my commute to work was literally like 30 minutes. And these are just tiny aspects of marriage. When you move in with somebody and your life is now joined as one, we moved further away. So now my commute to work, um, outside of virtual, you know, working now is two hours, one way and coming back. And so when we first bought our house, literally it was like a culture shock to me. And I was like, and I even then I thought, oh my God, and he knows this. I said, what did I do? Like, oh my God, like here I am. I'm married now. I'm all the way down here. I'm away from my sister. I'm away from my girlfriends. I'm almost an hour from DC. Like everything has changed. And now I'm in this big house by myself because he's at work all the time. Like this ain't what I signed up for. But then, you know, I had to grow into that. I had to grow into my own womanhood. I had to grow into my own, you know, wifely duties, like outside of like cleaning and things like that. So I just, you, I started to find myself just as a, as a whole, just getting older and older and more mature and experiences with work, things I did, travel with my sister, all these things. But the one thing I can say is that my husband has always been, because he's seven years older than me too. So he's honestly a lot more mature than I was back then. Um, to make a long story short, we were, he was always patient with me. So I'm pretty sure he knew I was mature and saw those immaturities, but he was patient with me and we had conversations and we knew where ultimately our marriage and relationship was going. So outside sources for us don't exist because we're in it for a long haul and he don't play that and I don't play that. Does that answer your question? Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, you, 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 you hit it. You hit it. But yeah, so wait, really quick. <laughs> um, so I, I didn't know myself. Now that I'm 35, like I, I know oh, myself no, so no. much more. I mean, just the confidence, just um, speaking up, just if I don't like things like, oh, babe, or no, hey, babe, can you pick this up? Or instead of getting mad, instead of getting angry off of things, because I'm really like clean and OCD type of thing. Mm-hmm. He's clean but he's not like me and so I would you know take it personal get offended or you know we have arguments about or I would argue not him about things that really didn't matter so now as as I was into my marriage I said you know what like my marriage to me is more important the sanctity of our marriage the respect of our marriage the the honor of our marriage is more important to me than shoes on the floor it's more important to me than oh you left stuff out by the pool or it's more important to me than 
you ain't making the bed or you you didn't unload the dishwasher. Like I'm I I'm not a nag. And I think too that's why our marriage is only five years in, but I think it's is it's really remarkable to me because we've learned what's most important in life. Mm-hmm. Let me ask. Foundation. So, the foundation. <laughs> no, but um so how long does that last? That that little things? Because you know, little things can add up just like anything else you do in life. Um, once you, I guess, kind of put it under the rug or swipe it under the rug, the shit starts to accumulate. And when stuff starts to accumulate, that's when problems arise. You don't see them coming sometimes. How, how do you adjust to that? So I have this type of personality. Well, I won't brush things under the rug. If it bothers me, I'm going to say it. I'm not saying, oh, to save my marriage, I'm just going to be cute and quiet. I'm not going to say nothing. I'll tell in a heartbeat, hey, can you, hey, you know what? We need to clean up a little bit better. Hey, babe, look, I know you're busy. I know you got in late, but can you take care of this? And he'll go, okay, babe, I'm sorry. I was just, you know, blah, 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 blah. I don't brush it under the rug, and he doesn't either, but we know what's most important. We value certain things. And to me, and, and like I said, I was OCD. Now that I'm older, like that stuff don't phase me at all. And it's quite frankly, now I'm like him. I leave stuff around, look, underwear on the floor. <laughs> well, like, is that what you're oh, yeah, go ahead. I think I realized, like you mentioned, in marriages, when, when you love one another and things like, for example, health may come into factor. Mm-hmm. That, when health is a priority, the socks on the floor, the toilet seat left up, that stuff really doesn't matter for some people because you're you're more concerned with that person remaining in your life for the long haul versus the sock that can be picked up or God forbid if they leave, the sock, you will wish their sock was on the floor. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it just all matters if the outside sources, if you really want them to play a part in your marriage or your relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And for married people, it's different. I'm not married, so I don't know, and I'm not in a relationship. So things that may matter to a married person may not, you know, matter to me or may or may not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, we don't brush anything under the rug. Like we, I'm a person who, um, I live on transparency. So I'm always going to say how I feel, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, because I can't say, oh, six months from now, I'm mad about him because he ain't been cleaning up. Like just tell him now, you know, and deal with right. it. Um, but like my sister said, you know, when, when, certain things like my father passed away in 2014 and um well my cousin passed away things like that um health issues with my you know my own personal health issues when you see the person supporting you and being loyal to you and disrespecting the relationship so much and helping you out and doing this and and being that cheerleader and stuff like that all that other shit don't matter because it's like, or my husband, if he gets up and leaves the drawer open and it's things that these are little tiny things that some wives get so mad about. He's, I hate being married because he leave this open, the toilet seat up. This is like, girl, be quiet. You got a husband. He alive. He healthy. Be thankful for that. Count your blessings. Hey. So, so I'm going to jump in. So like Ryan's, Ryan, uh, the king of, uh, you know, the CEO of Light Skin. Hey. Um, you mentioned at the beginning of the show, you said, you know, you've been single for four years. I mean, look, I mean, you in D.C., you know what I'm saying? You, 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 you're successful. You know what I mean? Capital. You know, <laughs> you know, you got, you got a lot going on for yourself. Four years being, you know, being single. Now, now what, what issues have you arise as you meet people, as you gone out? Is it, you know, you know, me and you known each other for a long time. So I know, I know some of the stories, but explain like some of the background on like your thoughts on, um, 
is it w- w- you know people could look good at the beginning they start off do, do people do girls try to do they do they want to change you do they say you know what i'm saying or do they when do you start getting hints that man this ain't going to work you know what i mean this is this ain't you know or what has what has been some of the hiccups or the issues that you found basically dating in in, in the city all right so i'm going to map it out along my progression over those 4 years coming out of a relationship you're trying to bounce back. You know, you're going to deal with some heartbreak. You're going to deal with the aggravation of whatever that relationship left you with. And you transition out of that. So you're not going to be thinking about her any longer. And you can actually go into something fresh and with open eyes and an open mind. So coming out of that relationship in 2016, I wasn't ready to jump into anything else other well i wasn't ready to jump into anything speak your truth speak your truth this class and this is a oh, safe place. We're, all, we're all adults this is a safe right. place we're all adults let's 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 just get the elephant out of the room we all adults okay Yo, i want to know the tea <laughs> i was willing to jump into with some uh, new uh yeah so after that period, right, you're saying, okay, do I really want to be with somebody? And I had to figure that out. You're not going to always know that. And then you might find somebody that you actually like and you'll actually give the a real chance to. She might not be, and I think what happened with me was that individual or those individuals just weren't ready for that with me. So, you know, people have those types of problems all the time. I like a girl and then she doesn't like me back. And then, you know, you fall apart, people are disappointed and then they face rejection either early going or later. Now, dating for me, it's like people will give me a shot. I mean, I'm just being honest. People will give me a shot. And, you know, you get down the road with them. It might be a week. It could be the first night. You're just like, this is going to be short. Hold on, hold on, Ryan. Before you keep on going, how do you know the moment exactly when it's going to be short? Because oh. from that video, it was like explaining, explaining parallels, like meet each other halfway, understand what he needs, understand all that stuff. Like, so are you, Ryan, being the CEO of, you know, of that, that light skin movement, because <laughs> this is real. Um, how do you like decipher that, like in two seconds? Um, all right, so like attract attractiveness level, right? That might just weed out some folks. Uh, that's off the bat, right? Right, but I mean, when you first meet somebody, you don't go, Man, I hope their personality is amazing, like you do, but you don't. You like you're going off looks, agreed. I, I think that well, for men, I, I would say for on the men's side, it's, it's attraction at first, it's the first thing we see, it's the first thing that makes us want to say hello, right. I mean, less. I mean, honestly, bro, I think it's for both. I don't. I don't. I've heard. I don't know. I don't know because a woman can be like, "Ooh, he cute." You mean it's the same thing, right? And then they find out more. (laughs) Exactly. So I would say what I all what like I know what I want more. So if I'm actually looking for somebody to be in a relationship with, she has to exhibit certain qualities. What are those? All right. So. I think, and I'm not going to start with the cute stuff, but like one of the bigger things, so I know it'll be a lasting relationship, is like you have to have a level of ambition. I don't care what it says. Mm-hmm. To be, you know, I don't know, 
a doctor, right? But you have to have some level of ambition that you can see five years down the road. And then that five years down the road, you desire to be here and life look a certain kind of way. If you don't have that vision for yourself, that's a scary thing, right? You're going to be looking to, you'll be fuddling around trying to figure it out. And then you're going to be next to me while I got a direction. And then you're going off left, right, up, down, wherever. And that derails me from where I'm going. It's kind of selfish, but at the same time, if I know where you're going, I know where I can go with you. Right. That's like, that's like the very first thing. But you think you want somebody that's funny. You want somebody that can, you know, uh, interact well with others. You know what I mean? You want someone that's polite. Um, man, you want somebody that feels good when you're with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you mind, like, man, we were holding hands walking down the street. Does it, like, I don't mind if anyone sees me with you. You know, like, that's just something I get for you. Oh, man. Hmm? That's team light skin for you. What you mean? Yeah. People don't think <laughs> stuff until, like they don't, they're not like analyzing that. You know what I mean? They're like, man, I don't know. I just don't like her. You know, it's like, nah, there's a reason. You know, you don't like the shoes she wears. You don't like the way she walks. You don't like how she doesn't do her hair or doesn't care enough about her appearance or whatever it may be. You know, you just can't put your finger on it. Exactly. So, so to jump in with that and, and, and being in that lifestyle, even with those that are, that have boyfriends currently or they're single or they're married, I think everybody comes with some form of baggage, right? Somebody comes with some form of, uh, uh, they come with some kind of baggage or, 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 or something along those lines. But whether they handle their responsibilities, I think what I was hearing, Ryan, about, you know, that ambition, taking, taking control of your path, going in that direction so that you can kind of see where they're going and you can map out your own, everything on your end. Uh, is, is, is that correlation with somebody? Because there's people out here that meet um, women and this woman has a lot of drama, a lot of baggage. And she and she she can't handle responsibilities. She don't she don't she can't handle her own responsibility. Then you got a mix of it where you meet somebody who has a lot of uh, that has no drama um, and uh, has a little drama, but also can handle the responsibilities or you, you get a mix of it, a lot of drama, vice versa in all all kinds of directions. You get me all kinds of people in that, in that, in that, in that frame. Um, Is there a correlation with that? Is there a correlation with somebody being able to handle their responsibilities um, also with, with the baggage they come with? Um, and drama is subjective, right? Because everybody's definition of drama or is is that, but I would say baggage in that in that in that way. Does does that have a, a, a for any of you guys on here? Does that have a direction, a, a, a decision? Help you help you make a decision with that. Um, you down there? Huh? Oh, I'm muted. Y'all hear me? No, well, I, I can hear you. you. Okay, mute. I can hear you. Okay, we're muted. Oh, you're good. Now you're good. You good? Y'all, y'all heard what I said? Yeah. No, we did. We um we had to we had switch. To, we had to laptop. switch because my Zoom account only gave us an like a few minutes. Hers is um duration is longer. Sorry about that. No, you're good. Good. I don't yeah. charge extra for that. Thank you. You're but we heard working. everything you said. I okay. agree with Ryan 125. percent Hey. As someone who's single, and I've been single for a while. I say, I, this is what I realized. And I, and I thank God every day for every experience I've had in a relationship because you genuinely know when you know. So for example, I believe you have to have chemistry first because the chemistry is that spark that will keep you. And you always go back to that. But I also believe 
that you have to have the same intentions. And I, a lot of times it's that old saying that says, when you know, you know. You, you can develop and you can build things, but if you're with someone and you say, I cannot stand the way this motherfucker chooses. <laughs> That's what you say. He's not the one. He's my French. But when it's the person you really want to be with, they can do no wrong in your eyes. He can leave his socks on the floor. And this is just speaking from a woman's standpoint. And it's specifically mine as, as, you know. But if he leaves his socks on the floor, he leaves the dishes in a sink, but he's there for you. He's supportive. And when you're having that day at work where you're like, look, I'm about to quit. And he's like, babe, we got this. And you can do something together, then that's all that matters. And Ryan is very 100% sure. You know within the first week if you want to be with that person. And I hate to say that, and a lot, of, a lot of men sometimes disagree with me. But from someone who knows exactly what she's always wanted, you can know within a week. Like, I know within a day. But you got, so you got you to gotta get into that conversation, because the first week is like, what, I get your number. I'm asking you what for a coffee, go out. Like what like you you asking that first week is a is a, is a tough one. Then a lot of people don't really take off their mask until later. You know what I mean? Like, like I it, it, they, there's a lot of people that wear a mask out here. And then when you talk about hold on, hold on, we are in a pandemic. Hold we on. are in a pandemic, Chris. And, 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 and then and then, yeah, we they really keep the um, mask on. You know, oh, oh Ryan, you've been hurt before, bro. No, you don't keep your mask on. Oh. I'm just messing with you, bro. Oh, Chris, can I can I interject? Go ahead, go ahead. So I, you're you're very right, but let me tell you what I realized because I am 35 years old. Sure. Yes, I've always been. I lead with transparency. So, and all my friends know this and discernment from day one. I'm the same, and at five years later, I'm the same. And if, if it changes, it's because I'm I'm elevating myself and I'm getting better. I never ever decline, and I and I, I will be so confident in that because I know who I am and I know exactly what I want. So within that first week, if the man has intentions, let me tell you what intention is as a woman. If he says he's gonna call and he's gonna call, he calls. If he says, hey, let's have plans on Friday, but on Thursday he says, hey, Kiana, you know what? I'm unavailable on Friday. Can we plan Saturday or Sunday? I'm like, yeah, that's what's up. Or next week. Or next week, whatever it may be. I think, and you can see that in someone. And like, I believe that God gifted me with the spirit of discernment. And that's just how I feel because I can typically see someone who is, who's been genuine, one with himself and then genuine with me. And then from there, you can take it casually or slow, but however you guys want to lead together, then you can be that way. But what I've experienced, like the same thing as Ryan mentioned, there have been moments where I've liked someone and he hasn't liked me and he may be in a different place in his life, but he may have just left out of a relationship and he may have a, he may have a child and like someone, me, I've never been married. I don't have any kids. So I am typically would be okay with dating someone who had a kid, but I realize that can sometimes create challenges. So I'm open to things, but I'm, I, I think I've really come to terms this year that at 35, I said, I want to be with someone who is not married, has never been married and who doesn't have kids because I yeah. believe, have you ever dated someone with kids? Yes, I have. How was that experience? It, for me, I love children. So it was a great experience. But I realized for me to, to receive the 100% full capacity of love that I believe is a full capacity, I would really desire someone who doesn't have kids. Because that would have... Wait, 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 wait. So at 35, at 35, mm-hmm. do you, you said you got the spirit of discernment. Are you trying to like, I know I'm going to get married... I need to hurry up and get married. Are you like, no. man, I'm not going to settle and move too fast because I don't want to make a mistake. Which boat are you in? I'm in the one that I'm not moving too fast because I don't want to make a mistake. 
But at the same time, I say that the spirit of discernment, I'm not, listen, if I met a guy tomorrow, I'm damn sure not marrying his ass in six months. But because you have to take your time. You could, but what I'm saying is this. It's all about the chemistry. So I may meet someone and say, we might be like, wow, this is it. But a lot of times you just have, I believe you have to be on the same page. And I'm not helping But there are wolves in sheep clothing out there. So like when you talk about when you Amen. talk about um, in a week, I say it's tough because you got guys. At, when we talk about at the age, when you talk about in your 30s, you mean you got guys that experience at the game now. I mean, they Wait. understand it. They don't hurt at all. You know what I'm saying? So when you come in and <clears throat> he may seem like that chemistry kick. I mean, he may look good. He may be able to have a conversation. He may be right. educated. You know what I mean? He may be on a fashion tip. So he knows he got, he's got all the buckets. He may be known. He, he may, he may, he, he may be able to move. He's got all the buckets. So he's, got, he's got all the buckets covered. <laughs> but, 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 but Let me it's elaborate. hard to really... It's it's hard to really understand, uh, even women too. You know what I'm saying? Because they got uh, women, women are wolves too. See what I'm saying? So yeah. when you, it's when, you 2020. It, when you look at it, it, that that first week, that's what I was saying. Like it's hard to really say that's the one or you know, it, 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 but uh, and, and one or that's that person because I'm not saying I that. think a lot of people still wear that that mask. And the intention. When you talk about intentions, a person's intentions are what they people typically show you what they want to show you. And then exactly. and, and you'll see they, you're only going to get that piece of them that they're going to see. And sometimes it takes time to break down and really see, oh, this is that real person. Like, oh, exactly. oh hey, there was enough little pieces like that. that says, ah, no, I know I got you now. This is. So what do you think about that? Because that that first week. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Ron. Let me say something. Well, I was friend's wife was trying to put me on with one of the women that she was hanging around. And she said, Wait, what does she look like? Free up or just go over there. Cause women after a certain age, this is what it's like walking around like tick tock. She kept making the, the, the clock sound. <laughs> That's what y'all hear in your ears when you date. Mm-hmm. Like you hear that biological clock going off. Is that true? I, oh, I, unfortunately, oh. I do not have that. And let me tell you why. And let me elaborate on this as as a little bit more. Clear. When I say the first week, what I'm saying is this: that first week, it's like, oh, I can hang out with him the second week. Then you say, oh, I can hang out with him the third week. Is I'm not saying that first week is like, this is it. I'm done. I'm turning in my player card. That's not it. That's not what I meant at all. You got a player card? What I'm saying is that, what I'm saying is that, hello? Yeah, we can say you got a player card. Oh, okay. So what I, no, I don't. (laughs) What I'm saying is that. You say you took, wait, time out, time out. Let's rewind. You said you're turning in your player card. That was a figure of speech. speech. It's a tongue in. Your speech can be true. Speaking into existence. This is very, and I believe in law of attraction, but let me elaborate. So what I'm saying is when I was in my 20s, you would see things that first week that could be a red flag. And as a young person, you you ignore it. So what I'm saying is that now you see things in that first week, you you will want to proceed on furthermore and furthermore. So that's what I'm saying. In the first week, I don't care if we met for coffee and we hung out for an hour. If you say something that I feel like, you know what, that may not align with my life and where I want to go, then it won't work out. But if it does, then you go on to the second week. But, look, but by you, any means, I, there is no biological clock. You said you believe in a law of attraction. So you know, if you're looking for something, you will find it. Exactly. So if you're looking for the Church. red if you're looking for the red flags, you're going to find them. I know everybody has flags. But if you're constantly searching for them, they're going to pop up. Damn, no exactly. red flags. Exactly. You're looking for them. You're trying to find the good in the person. And you start exactly. looking for 
good, damn, you gonna find it good. Red flags might disappear. But this is another thing. What is a? But I, the thing is, is that I didn't say I'm looking for a red flag. I'm saying what? What? what if something is that we're walking and it appears to be a red flag to me, I'm gonna take notice to it. Whereas five, five or six years ago, I may not. So I'm saying everything isn't rainbows and unicorns. So you will take the good with the bad, but very early on, if you see something that isn't right for you, you have to speak to your spirit and say, that didn't, that didn't sit right with my spirit. I'll, I'll say this. Okay, so when I met my husband and in one week, I, this is what I said, literally. We, when we met, we talked on the phone for hours to like six o'clock in the morning. I was young, I had to get up, went to work, didn't care. We talked on the phone every day. And by the, that first day, I said, I, I, I want to be with him for the rest of my life. That's what I said. I was like, I have to have him. I have to get him. That's what I was thinking, right? But to what you guys said about the first week seeing red flags or people in, you know, with wolves and sheep's clothing, even during the first week, and if they say that, like you said, the all and what you said really was superficial, not for you, but when people say, Oh, they look good, they educate, they got a good job, he drive a jaguar, he do this, he do that, he do that, that doesn't make a person and that doesn't sustain a relationship at all. Because all that can be gone in the blink of an eye. Correct. Everybody that's what, but but that's what I was saying in the first week. That's what you're saying. Like you, you, you don't have no mm-hmm. basis. You don't really have no real foundation to Facts. make any kind of judgment on a man in the one Tell week. You mean, because, wait, wait a minute. Do you mean because he good, fits on. I mean, if that's what you're looking for. Do you mean good, good and, and bad judgment? Good, good and bad. Good and bad. Good and bad. Okay. It's not just a bad judgment. I mean, it's your personal opinion, right? Whether you whether you want to move forward or you like him, if he fits your style, if he if he's you know what I'm saying. It depends. It depends on. But you it's the too, same thing when you get a your feet right. It's this, let me tell you, let me use it as a good example. When you go on a job interview, you go on, listen, when you go on a job interview, you will go on two or three interviews until they determine that you're the right fit for that company, right? Except if your name is Chris Monroe. Right, exactly. So listen. So listen. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I like that. Hold on, hold on. No, I like that because then I'll, I'll take it to the, the Indeed commercial where they actually put perform put you through a, a performance on Indeed to act. They give you a job to do on Indeed to see how you do it. If you're a marketing, they give you a market. Come up with a marketing campaign mm-hmm. for us. If you if you're a videographer, show us some of the work you did. So you're it. not getting that I, the first week on the job when your job interview. That's just like look. Hey. You know, hey, if I'm gonna be with somebody for the rest of my life, sexually we gotta be on point. In the first week, Tell him, Chris. you put them, you, you, you gonna put them through it, or y'all wanna go? Man. Not saying that. So, even, 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 facts, like, Chris. even you gonna be with somebody for the rest of your life if they're bad uh. kissing? Uh, are you gonna be with somebody for the rest uh. of your life if they, if they, you know? Let me let, let, they, let me put my man spits oh. that fire. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me, wait, no, let me say this. Devil's no. advocate, what I'm saying is a job interview gets you and you get in the door and then you have okay. to show the performance. And that's what I'm saying. Okay. That first week, the second week, that's like initiation. Like, okay, okay. That Maybe doesn't mean you're going to be with them. That doesn't mean you're going to marry them. But that's true. the step. You don't know anyone. You could be with them for 10 years and you still do not know them hmm. sometimes. Let's rewind. Time out, time out, time out. If you know somebody for 10 years, you can't say you... Yo, that's a long time. Ten years no, no, is. No. Let me say this. Wait, wait, wait. Ten years is a long time to know somebody. If you were somebody with ten years and you haven't moved on, then it's just like, is that a waste of your time? Wait, you haven't. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I, I'm asking, is that a waste of your time? And I'm asking out loud, right? No, not really, because then you learn life lessons. Well, of course, life lessons, life lessons that are going to allow you to be better in the next phase, right? Hopefully it's not 10 years before you decide you're going to marry somebody or not. Cause that's just a long time. That's just a, honestly, that's a waste of time for real, for real. If you're not going to be with that person anyway, you know what I'm saying? But I was talking about 10 years of marriage, not dating. 
Oh, I thought you were talking about 10 years. No, that's if, you, if you're dating somebody for 10 years and, and whoever whoever may listen to this may disagree. If you're dating for somebody, if you dating somebody for 10 years and y'all not married and y'all living together, it's, you fucked up. I'm just <laughs> okay, then, then, then we right here then. That's what I, I thought you guys were coming at. Like, I was like, whoa, that's that's a long time to be dating somebody and not going moving forward. Oh, least, I mean, at least for me personally, I, I, just, I know I know people all the time that have been married. Like I know someone with it. It took them that time to get get to that point. That, they've been 12, 14 years. They've been with that person. They had kids with that person. Were they eighteen and, when they and, first and, got together? Huh? Now they let's say they got together eighteen, and now they're twenty eight. They 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 went Wait. through undergrad, grad, medical, whatever, and now they're like, let's get married. That's oh, that could be a little different. And in, in our age group, right? You got people that met in the twenties. You know what I'm saying? So you got you got people that met in the twenties that you know what I mean that now are just getting married in thirty. I've known people. Here's the thing too. I've known people that got married in their twenties that are divorced now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like if somebody's doing their due diligence. I think that you 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 know it doesn't really you can't put a time frame on somebody whether they've been with somebody five True. ten whatever years. Oh yeah, it's because because, because they could they could they could feel like they're in a situation that is working for them and then they can grow mm-hmm. from there. Because I've known people that have been in long term relationships that seen their friends be with somebody five years, get married, divorced in two years. Often that's they they the single people out of the group now. You know what I mean? And this is all within that. I guess that twenty five to thirty five time frame that I'm seeing. And yeah. a lot of my friends, I, I, I've had like probably three of my friends get divorced in the, in the last three years. You know what I'm saying? I went to all their weddings. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like different. But I've seen people that have been together who've been been together for ten years and got married. And they're on their like sixth or seventh year of, of great. They're hey. great they're already in it. So hey. I'm telling you guys. Wait, hold on, ladies, hold on. Go ahead, Ryan. I got your back. You gotta have some some characteristics that you look for that Tell allow for longevity. There's some hmm. people they can come in, have a great interview, get it. Like you said, they can walk in the door after getting in the door, perform very well. Then it's like they get bored. Show their ass. They get bored with the job. They, they outgrow or they outgrow the job if you want to use that analogy. But you need somebody to have this certain characteristics, which is, you know, for longevity, which is, man, but you got So what did, let me ask, can I, is it okay if I ask him a question? Absolutely. Absolutely. So let me ask you this, because I want to, I want to hmm. go circle back around to what Ryan said about career and ambition. Cause I, I completely agree with that. So I'll use a quick example. I dated, I liked a guy who was a doctor. You know, all these accolades, really great on big paper. Time. I'm not big for a person on paper because that's that doesn't you can shred that paper and there'd be nothing. Shred and it. He was absolutely a horrible person in my eyes. It was like wow. I was like these no, women are. are like excited because he has a certain amount of figure. He has his house, but in reality, he he doesn't have a really good soul. So Ryan, let me ask you this: What characteristics that are intangible? that you seek or desire in a relationship. because And, and, and I don't like when, I, I agree when you said that these women had these clocks. I don't believe in that because when you had the clock, that means you only want to use this man for his, 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 his man parts only to produce a baby. And then you'll be done with him in two or three years. So outside mm. of that, if the woman, I know you may want to have kids or I don't know what you want, but what are the characteristics outside of like education, mm. outside of money, mm. all of, outside of ambition, what things are you seeking? Listen, I, look, I'm going to stay with ambition. Ambition is, isn't necessarily tied to money. It's just like I have a passion in life, right? Okay. You have to be passionate about, you know, your experience on this planet, right? What are you going to leave behind? I think you have to have, you got to know God is real, you know? Hmm. Um, Amen. 
know God is real. You know, you got to have like a relationship. You don't have to study or practice a certain religion. You just need to know that there is something greater. Uh, I think, like I said, being, I don't think I said it directly, but being polite, like having respect, <laughs> having respect, like some people, you might be down, you know what I mean? You might be down in life and somebody who's disrespectful is going to make it worse for you. You got to have somebody. Yeah. He, that's our, he our brother. <laughs> You know, those types of things. And the answer to your question, Zam, yeah, I've been hurt. That's why I know these things, man. Exactly. Let me ask you this then. And this is a great relationship. Because you have been hurt, do you, you do is that a is that a factor? Like for me, as an example, I've been hurt numerous times, but I have never allowed that. It has given me insight, but it doesn't keep me from pursuing love. Does that keep you from pursuing love because you've been hurt? Or you just more, you're more uh, vigilant, I mean, vigilant. You're more vigilant about things when you uh, see someone? Like, you know, you, you what, what, what got you in the door with somebody before you're like, all right, I know that I can't be fooled by the person that can impress in this particular area. And I know that if they have the ability to perform well under these conditions, that doesn't mean that they're perfect. Right. And I don't necessarily need to see it in practice, but there are some other things that you just know, like, you know, like mm -hmm. you watch a person wake up in the morning and like the energy that they bring, you know what I mean? Ryan, yes. <laughs> you know, that that type of stuff, like they wake up in the morning and they got they they look like different people. Or you say something to them and they behave a certain way. You like Ryan or oh, you, Ryan. <laughs> you know, what? let me tell you guys this, and I and tell me if I'm because you know I'm I get real passionate talking about like relationships in life. So I said this to my sister. I said I wake up in the morning. I listen to music. I be dancing, look chilling, living my best life. I pray. I'm like, well, thank you, Jesus. Before my feet hit the floor, I said, thank you, God. And I remember this guy. I, I asked him. I said, how do you feel about listening to music in the morning? He's like, oh, I don't like no music. I don't like no sounds, no nothing. <laughs> I was like, damn, he been. He's so jaded. It just it, to me, my personality is like super energetic and super happy about life. But I love that you that you touched on that because those are the things that really make a relationship. And, it, and I believe it helps with longevity because without those common qualities that you share and, uh, you know, just characteristics, it's like it, I don't think there's longevity. Yet. That's just my opinion. A quick question. What, what time are you playing this music in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> OK, so oh, you're going to get a response, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, well, no, no, that's what I mean. More so like, it's more you so you get in the shower, you get, in the shower, you get ready in the morning. It's not loud. It's, it's, it's the Maya Pandora station. It's the, it's it's the, no, it's the Brian McKnight. You hear it after seven. It ain't, it ain't past the 50. For that's real? Seven. OK, like OK. Okay. Yo, I be listening to Two Chains, Gucci Man, like my husband. Jeezy. Wait. I be in the trap the moment I wake up. But I that's promise. good. Ah, uh, is it good though? Cause no, then, not the type of music. The music, just music in general. People don't oh, realize. Oh no, my music, music is great. <laughs> First and foremost, my music choices are like one. They're they're great. Dot com. Okay. 
No cap. But I'm saying music is energy. So sometimes if you're a person that loves life and you're energetic, that music gets you ready for the day. You getting pumped. You like, Facts. yeah, I'm about, to, I'm about to get this together. Look, look I do this in a music. Like, yeah, I'm like, I'm putting on my my lip gloss. I'm doing my hair. I le- this is before pre pandemic. But it did something. It, it made something about me just be. Ex- it makes you excited about life, even if it's gospel music, if it's Mary Mary, something that's gonna make you feel like you're ready to take on the world. And I believe for me, that person, I would love for that person to have that characteristic because that means we're matched in a way and we can dance together and we can make banana pancakes in the kitchen, dancing, in the, you know, shoot, my husband cooling again. Every day when he, and see, I don't do it, but he does. Every day he gets ready for work, he listens to music. So he turns on his Pandora, I'm in a bed sleep and he'll blast it. But this is the chemistry part comes in. I don't care. It don't bother me none if I'm knocked out because I'm a heavy sleeper. So I'm sleeping. I'll hear music. And he be walking around brushing his teeth, chilling. And again, I'm not that nag. So I'm not like, turn your fucking music off. <laughs> Shit, don't you see me trying to sleep? I got to be up in the morning. Like, I don't care. Like, play your music. Like, we good. Right. So it just all, oh, I think it like Kiana said earlier, when we first started this conversation to kind of circle it back and tighten it up, it's all about chemistry. Because when you have chemistry, Everything will literally align. And if it don't align, it'll you guys will talk it out and communicate so that you do meet back in the middle. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes is chemistry. Okay. I agree. So going back to something you guys said, for me, in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. When I wake up, the first thing I, when I see people, I say top of the morning to you. And they're like, how are you doing, Zam? Mm-hmm. I'll be like, I am blessed. Amen. <laughs> That's it. I woke up this morning. And they look yeah. at me and they go... That's a great way to take um, our outlook on life. And I go, that's the only way. I said, we woke up this morning, we're winning. Shout out yeah. to 2 Chains. I got that from 2 Chains. But I'm... Um, Live, dead or alive. Hey. See, Ryan. See, I like Ryan. Ryan. I like Ryan. I like Ryan. I mean, he's the CEO of the Lyskins. Why CEO. wouldn't you like Ryan? Ryan is a cool cat. Let me, can I ask y'all about this? Let me ask y'all. Can I ask you, can I ask a question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Where's Chris? Right here, yeah. Because oh, no, we can't. We, can't we, don't, we don't want to monopolize too. Because we like Ken, my sister. We get excited. I get and I love hearing a male perspective. I know because we have a lot of female friends. Oh, oh, okay. The question was: You hear that, Ryan? They have a lot of female friends. I love You're single, and ready to mingle. I'm just saying. You know, I look out for the cookout, bro. A lot. What I'm saying is this: like, what about the spiritual aspect? I know. Ryan mentioned about just knowing there's a higher being. So, for example, what do you guys feel about waking up with someone and praying together and just that setting that tone for your day and your desires and stuff? And what if that person doesn't want to pray with you? Would you feel some kind of way? Is that a deal breaker? Is that a deal breaker? I mean, it, it, it depends on who you, you know, you yourself, right? If you, if, you know, if, but if you like somebody, if you, if you, I mean, getting up and then you say, hey, baby, pray with me. All right, cool. Pray. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not, I mean, whether you're religious or you're not, you know, you're still going to be like, yeah, right, cool, I do it for you. That's, you know, if you right. it all depends on your relationship. Pray, you know, you want me to be a part of it? Maybe, maybe I'm going to get some blessings from it or whatever, but I would, to, to support you, I'm going to do it. But relationships are about supporting each other, right? So you know, we're not going to have the same interests and we're not going to do the same things, but I'm exactly. here to not judge you and I'm here to support you um, in, those, in, those, in those efforts. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead, Chris. And like, I, and like you said, that's all what, y'all have fun. That's what it's all about. Like the chemistry has to be there. But me and my husband, there's things we don't agree on. But I would. It's not. A, it's not deal breaks. I'm not gonna be mad at him. We just because you like him. I, you like him I, first before you. He's love his own him. person. I'm my own person. We just said we just agree to disagree. You, you have to wait, like. Wait. Him. Let's rewind. You say you like him before you love him. 
Yes. Yeah. But now you just love him. You no, got I, like. No. no, I so simultaneously, I love my husband and I like him. Like, how I'm, does that work? Like, huh? How does that work? I thought it was either or. How does it work? You said because you're talking around. I'm sorry. Say that again, Doug. Zam. No, no, it's all good. Listen, so you say you like him before you love him. How does that work? Because before you continue, because there's perhaps a lot of our listeners and viewers that are listening and watching, they're going to be like, what exactly, what does that mean? You get what I'm saying? Like, you like somebody before you love them, which is a progression. But then you said it's simultaneous. How does that work? Okay, so when I first met my husband, I liked him. When we met, I liked him. I couldn't love him because I just, you know, I just met him. I liked his qualities. I, I, I liked I, I personally thought he was cute. I thought he was handsome. Um, I liked everything about him. I, I loved how he called me every day. I liked how he, he spoke to me on the phone. I like how he would email me. I like how he would text me, good morning, or how's your day going? I like how he, on a Monday, would ask me what I want to do on a Saturday. Ryan so sings things, in the morning. Huh? I just say Ryan sings in the morning, just FYI. <laughs> So I, I liked a lot of his qualities. I liked how he was respectful when we went out to dinner to servers. I like how he opened doors for me and he still does to this day. I liked how he treated his mother. I like how he spoke about his family. So I liked those things and it made me love him. Until this day, my husband is the most consistent man on this planet. And that's what keeps me a little crazy about him. Like I, I still act like the first day I met him, like I'm so crazy about him. I was like, oh my God, I love you so much. Like he, he gets home late. I'll wait up for him. Even when I had to get up at 5, 30, 6 o'clock in the morning for a two-hour commute, I would wait up for him to get in the house at 3 o'clock, watching Mar and watching Girlfriends, fall asleep, take a nap, make sure his food ready, do all this stuff because I like him. And I like him because he likes me and he respects me. So because of that, it's a reciprocated relationship. It, it, just, it makes it that much easier. So it's like, I could talk about my husband all day. Like, I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> so, so, so I'm going I'm to I'm bring it back to... to the, the single the single people in the in, in the conversation okay. and and, yeah. and and finding that person right this and, is boring huh her marital bliss is boring right <laughs> Yo, oh. no because there's there's listeners right now that's like there's like girl I'm pissed off the light skin dude I feel you but then there's the listeners like that are like man she married she found that one she lucky she's that that small percentile that's been able to be know a man for 14 years be with him 5 years keep cuz right now in DC get a girl cuz in DC right now you know I know we know a lot of young professionals and you know the DMV and a lot of them I speak to a lot of them girls and guys they're like yo it's hard out here and I asked them what's hard, and and I, and I asked them what's hard about it and they were like man I would meet somebody It'll be good it just falls in the beginning, the first two weeks of the month. But it seemed like after he got what he got, or he got bored, or she got what she got, and she got bored, you know what I'm saying, that it, it ain't there. And then trying to find that, you know, that person, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, for our single people, people are like, how do you, how do you know it's that person? How do you, 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 how, you know, what, what's that angle? What angle should I be taking? When I meet somebody and I sit down with him, what, what should I be looking out for? I mean, and I and I typically say it's it's hard, right? It's uh, it's hard. You got sheep, sheep and uh, wolf and sheep clothing. Uh. 
I think that um, speaking as a single person, I 100% agree with you. It really is hard. And the thing about it is, it's kind of, it's sad in a way, but if you have an optimistic perspective like myself, I know that if that if that happens that week or month and it's not working out, I thank God because God saved me from something. That rejection was pro- was protection for me. So I said, you know what? Rejection. It was a blessing. It was a blessing. I said, you, you know what? That person wasn't for me. So I said, God is opening doors and leaving room for the person who was for me. And when I meet him, I will definitely know. I think that a lot of times people are trying to force these relationships because they don't want to be single. They don't want to go to, they don't want to go to Thanksgiving and have auntie asking. So baby girl, where you man at? When you get married, we had babies. You just have to say, you know what? God hasn't sent him, sent her or him to me yet. I just have to wait. That's what I do. Does auntie have a man herself? Auntie may auntie been married for forty years, and he and she's still oh, okay. asking, "Wait, when you're when hey, you're Auntie winning, then fuck it." <laughs> so, so, so a lot of for the single woman, I had I had a, a friend text me. She was like, "So how do I handle the headhunters?" Elaborate. Exactly what are headhunters? Headhunter. Headhunter is uh, a gentleman who who uh, is is uh, he he a headhunter? We mean that he sees somebody, he sees you, he's he's attracted to you has no intention for you in the long run. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not. Maybe he has eyes, but you. Another notch under the belt. But but right. you, but you wouldn't, you, you don't know that because he has the freedom to do what he needs to do to, to show you everything you oh, need. Oh, wow. So he's he's a, he's um, because look, you, you may work with this, you may work with this man or you may work with this woman. There's some women that be like, man, I want him and I'm going to get him. Mm-mm. You know what I mean, and, and so and so how and this is what's going on, and this is why that's why it's so hard to find that significant other or that person that some mm-hmm. people are so lucky to find because you have headhunters out here, women and women and men that both look at the situation like I want him for for this particular reason. Maybe a guy's physical for a woman is because of a place that she can uh, that he can put her a, a pedestal he can put her on or uh, put her in an environment. Back mm-hmm. pre COVID, you if you can get into certain things, you're gonna be able to you know get certain benefits. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. How, how do you how do you how you diagnose a headhunter? From from, a, from I'll take Brian. I'll take it from a from a Ryan point. I'll take it from from your point. Let's uh, let Ryan go. Yeah. And, and Ryan, and before you answer that, I got a quick question for you guys. We have nine minutes on this. Uh, do you guys want before it dies down? Do you guys want to stop by five minutes and then we can restart this meeting so we can finish the third part? Or yeah. we continue the A58. Is it going to go longer than 10 minutes? I guess that's my question. Yeah, we can stop it. Uh, we can stop it. Five minutes. Come back on. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because I, I, I don't. And then everybody can see the clock because I don't want it to stop you from your point. So then we can restart and we'll go back to the same link. Sorry okay. about the interruption. Um, do you remember the question, Ryan? Yeah. So if I if, if there's a, a, a headhunter coming for me, and I'm sitting here like, oh, I'd be happy to be in a relationship. First and foremost, what does a woman headhunter look like? Hey, look, look, if she if, if I'm also into this headhunter, I'm assuming she's right on time for me. And if she comes <laughs> and, you know, I just got what I needed to get. Good for you. You know, what I mean? good for you. <laughs> you know, Please, I hope you do stress me out. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ryan, you are one of a kind. <laughs> Please stress me out. Please have me strung out on you. Wow. Um, wow. Um, Team Ice Skin is now, if, if, like, Other direct, I mean, so I can't, you said if a headhunter's coming, how do I handle it? It comes and goes, you know what I mean? Mm. Mm. 
I feel you, bro. It's but it's kind of unfortunate, though. That I, I my personal, I think that's unfortunate that that there are these hit hunters. Like, keep it real. Just say, hey, hey. Let's example. Hey, Tara. I'm just really looking to have sex. That's all I really want. <laughs> and if Tara says, "All right, I'm down with that," then that's fine. But, but I don't like people but, to 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 kind of. Bait you into. I know it's not just the sad well, part. This, well, this is the thing. Some people have evil spirits, and this means this. Some people get um, they get joy out of being manipulators. They mm-hmm. get joy out of being gaslight people who gaslight you. So instead of just being upfront and honest, they like they like you know torturing people's minds. They like so torture because they they just they're just they're just bad torture souls. Yeah, they're tortured souls, and so they just like that. So some people like you know. Myself, Kiana, and everybody on this um on this on this podcast, we 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 operate differently, but some but every but the world's not like that. Exactly. So, uh, are you saying headhunters are devil seekers? Not devil seek. Where did you get devil seekers? From? I, okay, I, I'm not going to say devil seekers, but even with jobs, I don't like headhunters. But people use them so they can um get point them. They them. use them as resources to get to where they got to go. To me, they just trying to knock off numbers. They just want to put you here, put you here, put you here, put you here. It's, there's really no value behind it. Like right, if another I, notch I'm, under your belt. Yeah, it's another notch under your belt. It's like when you go to GW Hospital, you're just another number. But if you maybe go to a different um, a different medical that's center that's small and it's a specialty, a specialty you're, you're, you're not just a number. You're Kiwana, you're Kiana, you're Zam. You get more um, um, attention, you get more value, you get more comfort, you get more... It's more personalized, I'm with you. Yeah. yeah, so a headhunter, you just you just I don't want to headhunter. Don't headhunt me. You just trying to and if I find out you headhunt me, it's gonna be problems. So let me ask you, ladies, a question. So in 2020, you feel like ladies are more of headhunters than men? I don't know any headhunters. I don't know any, but but apparently, um, public opinion is that that's true. A lot the, they say that, and I don't know if listeners or people are gonna like this or agree with this, but uh, sometimes the women are worse than the men. They Actually, like, they I feel like meet. they are worse than the men. I feel like they just want to meet. Hey, they, want, they want men with that, that. They want men that can what they can do for them. Mm-hmm. They want men with money. They want men who pay for their bills and take them out and buy them purses and bags. It's like you got to be more than you got to be elevated in life. You got to feed them. You got to want more for yourself. You got to want more for the people around you. You got to want more for your community. Yeah, you got to be like minded. You got to. You got to know that, like, when I'm walking down the street and people driving crazy, and, like, I want to talk to the HOA so they can put up signs. When you want to help your community, you got to be more than just about what you can get from people. Mm. That's just me. And I think that, uh, yeah. unfortunately, you got the Kim Kardashians of the world and you got the... They don't go on. What did Ryan say? Kim Kardashian was freeing black people. We got to let her <laughs> off the hook. <laughs> I'm not bashing Kim Kardashian at all. She has her but good qualities. No, I'm I, not. She has her good said, qual- you are. No, she has her great qualities. She but does. also she what, has started a trend in a culture where women are just showing their bodies. Women oh, are just wanting right. what they can get from people. It's not like a oh, great. She actually turned her she turned a certain lifestyle into helping people. And I praise that. That's good. She got people out of jail. She's doing what she can do for people. She's using her platform. Right. She had me. Exactly. I just, I, I, I would, I would, uh, I mean, I, I, people, I mean, I might say I could argue that Kim Kardashian was a headhunter when she was with, uh, what's his name? Ray, Ray J. J. No, Ray, Ray J. J. 
But since Kanye. she started out that way. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh tell yeah, Christopher. Can I, say, can I say a certain word and it's okay? Yeah, um, say it. Let's okay, get it. Kim Kardashian, in my opinion, she was a nigga headhunter. She was on a hunt. Hey, hey come back. Come back again. Come back again. What did you just say? The N-word. No, no, come back. You can say it again. Freely. <laughs> she said, she, oh God. See, this is why I have to remain professional. <laughs> it's all good. She was no, head hunting men of a particular culture and race. Why you say that? Because she, this is the thing. As a, a woman, certain women know what type of men will want them. And or, so or, they wait. lead with that. But before you finish that, want them or they can take um, ahead to the next level as well, right? That's what I mean. Yeah, That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, okay, for example, uh, uh, a Ray J, he probably was, and I'm just speaking, I'm thinking, he probably was like, look, if I get this girl and she looks at this, she has this look, everybody be wanting, like, who's who, he, who he with? And then she's thinking, now that I'm with him, they'll be wondering, well, who is that? They used each other. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are okay with that, and that's fine. But when one person is okay with that and one person isn't, then it's just not a great alignment. It's as simple as that. Like I'm not like I I wish somebody would try to headhunt me and then have me strung out. So you know what I mean. Like I don't wait, know. elaborate. I, oh, sorry. Wait, I need you to elaborate on that. So when you say in a, essentially they're seeking you, seeking you, what 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 do you want to be strung out on? What Chris was saying was that they were trying to put a notch on their belt, and hey. and. I think that's a one game. Tell them, Ryan, you got the a one game, bro. Just tell them. But I think that goes that that (laughs) you talk about headhunters and who who they headhunting, right? You talking about like in cities and places based off of a person's name or based off of the job, you know, who they are on a scene. You know what I mean? Like you get those kind of those, those people that, that want to headhunt, want to be seen, want to be seen having drinks. You know what I'm saying? I want to be able to say that I've been with him on a different level. I've been with her on a different level. This is why the DMV, so I would say a lot of a lot of my single friends be like it's so hard to find good people, good genuine people. And a lot of times, a lot of my my friends, men and women, are finding more luck with out of towners, people that just came in here within their last one or two years, don't know nobody, ain't on the scene, and you know that's who they they seem to be because otherwise it's been it's been it's, it's been like a, a, a in other words a shit show. I agree with you. I think a lot of times, and, and fortunately, I have not. I've, I haven't experienced someone wanting to be seen and all the extra. Because I, I pretty much keep it low key. I don't have time for all the extra. I don't have time for drama. I don't have time for wanting to be seen. I, I, I want to enjoy my life with someone. I want to experience life. Travel. I don't care if it's we're traveling to the Bahamas or we're having fun in Target. Like just having fun in the, in, the, in a line shooting the shit. That's what I'm. That's what I believe. I will fulfill me. But the headhunter aspect. I think that people do have that experience in DC and it's sad that I really haven't experienced, but I do know when you, when someone is from out of town, they come with different um, values and quality. Let's say for example, somebody that's from like the Midwest, they may have grown up in a smaller town. So they're seeking marriage and family where someone who grew up in a city and they see all these different type of um, women that they can, that they have um, uh, uh, some form of connection to, then they just want that. Okay. So it's so different types all of women is ass. Huh. So you're saying all they want is ass? Some people are social climbing that way. 
Yeah, and I don't even. What are these? Did you say social? I, I, so, I think we talk about two different buckets because we got experience. So, for example, I would say I'll take Ryan for example. So Ryan, I know he, he was he, he college hooper. You know what I'm saying? He he, you know he, he he a lawyer. You know, got multiple degrees. You know what I mean? Doing well for himself. Works uh, affiliated on the social scene where you may see him in the owner box of the Nats, or you may see him, uh, you know, backstage on some BT, you know, BT something event like that. Brian is now a young lady. A young lady may see Brian, for example, and Brian could probably attest to this. Like Brian, tell me. Matter of fact, me started speaking on that. Like, tell me about. Tell us. Tell our, our viewers about encounters you have come in with headhunters or those that seek to uh, level up um, based off of uh, where they see you. And they don't know you from Adam. They just see you and all that. They see you from, they, they check your IG. They, 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 you know what I mean? They go into that, go into that. Cause it may be different for us, like some women, some women on that Regular level. people. Some men be, but go into that a little bit about. Yeah, cause Ryan, I don't live that life. That so live, so it may be harder for Ryan to. Cause I don't know, I have, I lie to you not, I, I have never, I'm not to interrupt you, but I'm intrigued now because I didn't know, I didn't, I see girls probably like Instagram thoughts, but I didn't know that stuff actually happened. Did you say Instagram thoughts? Yes. <laughs> see, when they see, when they're looking at guys' Instagram. <laughs> see, I, but see, I don't have Instagram, so I don't, this is like my girlfriend's guy friends telling us, but I didn't know women actually seek yeah. men. Like, you are a rarity. I, I, you are a, you are rare. That is rare. Like I, like, like I know people that have ghost Instagram accounts just to, just to, just to, to peep shit. To do what? Just though? to peep shit. Peep shit. Be in the people bus. But what do you? Pe- not, you I, I have. To, I'm so. I'm. This I'm might not, be. A, this might be a conversation for offline because I don't know how much time we have. But but like my sister said. Let's get back to Ryan first. Sorry, Ryan. I'm just really intrigued. <laughs> uh, so 2020 has been a revelation. Like it's changed how I've lived over the last, uh, you know, three, four years, I guess. Right. So you're in the, I'm in the house more. There are no social events to go to. You're not in bars. You're not in clubs. You're not out at sporting events. You're not out. And uh, what's it called? Um, like the these public guy. gatherings, all of those types of things. You're not doing those like professional events, these networking events, these galas, you know, you're not doing all those things anymore. Um, so when it was happening, who they really are. So when I first started like really like realizing it, like the first time I'm out there in an owner's box, I'm really on some, I'm just happy to be here stuff. Right. So I get to walk with the man. I'm the man next to the man in times. Right. Mm. and I'm just so I'm just like trying to enjoy the experience myself if somebody comes up and talks to me I'm you know just trying to stay focused and locked in so I don't mess up what I'm doing by what I'm bringing around right you know you can't walk down with me because Ryan's going to attract a whole you know the wrong person around right so you try to be mindful of that then there was like a time when I did start to realize what Chris was saying. Like there are people like people were trying to social, you know, status climb or whatever, or let me get Mm -hmm. to know you so I can be a part of what it is that you're enjoying. And you can see that you, you, when you start to see it, it's like, hold up, wait a minute. And then you start (laughs) to look at yourself differently. And I think I'm a, I had a fast learning curve. So Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't get, you know, derailed, by that kind of stuff. It's like when you get down the road, 
with somebody who was real slick about it. And they say something and it's like, Oh, like what? What did they say? Like, 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 like I mean, I'm just like out of curiosity. Like, um, on girlfriends when um Monica. Was did she, you say she, on girlfriends? Yeah, Atlanta. Um, so girlfriends. Character, character on um. You say Atlanta housewives. What? <laughs> on girlfriends, William, the lawyer, and he um ended up getting married. But prior to him getting married, his girlfriend Monica seeked him out, and she she only wanted to use him to social climb and build together. Wait, who was Monica? He, out, he didn't like it, huh? Which one was Monica? Monica well, she was like a she was an a honorary like a, friend. So she, her name is Keisha. I'm um, Keisha Sharp. So you can Google her. Right. But um, but I don't so, know. Hold, I have hold, hold on a second. Which one was the light skin one? With the, like the real pretty Tracy one? Ellis Ross. Tracy Ellis Ross. Uh, that was a liberal one, right? Oh, Persia White. Persia White. She, yeah, she's that's the her. one that's biracial. And then you had um, Mar- um, Bill um, Jones. Jill Marie, Jill Marie Jones. Jones. Yeah, Joan is. Uh, and then Tracy you had Golden Brooks, who's Maya. But this is the sad part. And Ryan, I'll, and not to interrupt you, but I literally have, I'm completely. I'm in awe. I'm, I'm one, I'm in awe. But two, I have never. Thank God I always have my own. Like I have my own condo. My car is paid off. I pay. Everything is independently me by the grace of God. Shout out to you. But thank you. Thank you. But I have never. I guess it's fun. It's so hard for me to to know that women seek out men to social climb because I'm thinking, what kind of climbing do you want to do? They want money. They want they want the notoriety. They want to be in. I don't know what it is. First of all, we like, in what, what is it? Is there? Well, see, I, here's I, the thing. I, I like quiet money, right? So my husband and I, we 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 have our own success, right? And I'm I, whatever. That's just, I'm proud, and I and I. And right. that's, that's not a brag. I'm just proud of what we have accomplished together. So there's been times when we sit in boxes. There's been times when like this past February, oh Doug, when I went to the game for Who's Doug? my husband's birthday, remember we went back and saw um Ozam. We went back to the Wizards. What is it called? They, locker room. The locker room, and we got to take pictures. We did all. But this I think. Stuff. What, wait, let me finish. I think what happens is that keep personally, Kiwana and I aren't faced by accolades like money and cars. Like those things do, do not. They don't. They don't fuel me. So if I saw a guy that was driving a Jag, I, I that it wouldn't, it wouldn't, I wouldn't even notice that he was. I would care more so if, if at Christmas he's happy to be with his niece and his nephew. That kind of stuff. Like I don't, because the social climate can only take you so far. Well, I think this is too though. I think sometimes. I mean, I'm not even gonna bring race into it. Yeah. I'm just gonna leave bring it alone. Race. No. We like dirt so, at it is what it is. So just, we're, we're just going to just, because I'm not, I don't want to just like kind of make it long or whatever. But I know like, and I always just, I only can speak for me. Like I said, my husband and I, we have worked to be successful. Like what we have is not because, because of anything, but out, outside of working hard. So when we have successes and we have, you know, our nice cars and we go on vacations and we stay in nice hotels and we do this. Like, I don't have Instagram, and I don't even be on my Facebook. We're not like, hey, look at me. Hey, look, look, look. I'm at the Atlantis, but I'm staying at the Cove, just so you can see. Look, 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 look. Yeah. So now we're doing this. We're on jet skis. Hey, my husband bought me a Gucci purse. Oh, look. No, I just have nice bags because my husband treats me nice. And I, he got nice stuff because he likes it. Or and I get him nice. Or yeah, I, got, yeah. I got this because of this. It's like we just like just nice things because we just do. It's not to build up. And, pe- and our friends damn sure don't be around us. So they could social climb. It's like what? <laughs> so when I hear <laughs> when I experience that, when I hear those things, it, it it boggles my mind. And I know I'm just talking about me, but I will say this: in the DC area, a lot of these people are fake as shit. I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> I don't care. My name is on. The- Let me just defend 
a few like a, a this this the DC environment, right? Oh, right. All right. So I think DC is a place where politics is like king. Politics, law, and then you have societies, you have all the you have the brain trust in Washington, DC. Like New York is finance, fast money, you know, modeling, entertainment. DC is a hub for news, the world leaders, and I think people ultimately want to have a good impact when they're doing what they're doing. And what with, with the level of success that people have in Washington, DC from the political realm to the athlete and entertainment realm, because we do have all professional sports, you're going to see all types of people around it. So you can point to those hanging around, you know, the athletes, and that's going to be how it is in any other city. You can talk about the people who are trying to progress in the political realm, right? You got lobbyists, you have the actual political person, you have these staffers, all of these people are in a, that's a part of their business, right? Mm -hmm. That's true. growing and thriving off of their social interactions. Some people don't do it well. They'll get into these rooms and they'll say, oh, I'm going to flirt with him or her. And then they do it and then they mess up because they run their mouth mm. or they say something wrong and they build a bad, bad reputation. That's Those are the bad apples. Some people are actually out here doing good work and having okay. right. That makes and, sense. And, and it's not necessarily social climate. It's a part of your job. Like if you're oh, a journalist. That's different. So, so like, but so you're basically saying there's humility in, for some people. So if you're a journalist and you need to get next to somebody to get a story, that's a part of your job. You can't oh, look that's, at different. that's different. That's totally yeah, different. We, I, I can't yeah. see that. But we're but talking about. Happening in reality, you don't necessarily know that it's happening. You're like, oh, this is a good person. Hold time. It's like damn, they just, they kind of played me for their own benefit. But I really do like you. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. when, you look at the, when you look at TV shows and they like, oh, wow, he was really a snake the whole time. It's like, when you're living in it and mm-hmm. you're experiencing it, you're sitting here thinking, damn, you really can, in D.C., it's like, there are no permanent, things, permanent until it is something that you just do that's so reckless. Like, you mm-hmm. just played out of it and you got to find another industry in another place in town to do, get some some work done it's never been that deep for us but go ahead Chris this question goes into like when we talk, talk about a person's job right so does a person's job affect you know how they're able to date so take, for example, Ryan talked about uh, lobbyists, politicians but let me ask you guys have you ever dated an athlete or would you ever date an athlete? No, I've never dated one. I don't think that I and why, would. Why? You said you said no, and why? Well, let me, let me let me actually. I don't say no to anything. So this is what I'm because well, you can't really ask you on a show. Well, I can have a hypothetical. Hypothetically, I, think, I wouldn't. I think the thing is, is that I've never dated one. But let's say, for example, you met someone and we were like at a gathering and we had a conversation. Oh, this person is cool. I don't. I wouldn't look at him as an athlete. Like, oh, I want to date him. It would be more so. I met this guy who's very nice. He's kind, and he happens to be an athlete. Mm-hmm. Now, if the, if, if the if the lifestyle doesn't align with the things that I care about, the simple life and spending time with family and friends and keeping it just real cool and casual, then we wouldn't align. But it, so I don't like to say no because, for example. My sister's husband's line of work. A lot of women wouldn't date a man that has this type well, of career. We're talking about what it is, but no, but I'm, I'm, but, but I'm that, saying. That, a lot of, go ahead. Well, what is that line of work? Yeah, is it? No, that's something that I'm just gonna keep private. Personal. And, respect. Know. 
No worries. But, but I say that to say a lot of the times people are opposed to certain things because they're like, I'm not trying to deal with that. But some people are made for it and some people aren't. Really? And you don't know if you're made for it unless you were to meet this person and try it or he's kind. It's like, you know what? He's kind. He's nice. We click. We had chemistry. We'll see where it goes. But I don't think I would, I would never, ever do it for no type of social client. Like, yeah, that's, it, that's, that's, to me, that's just a personality trait. Like, I would feel dirty. Really, they like finishing each other's sentences and stuff. <laughs> I think, I think, it, I think this is what I will say. It all boils down to personality for anything. If if you if you want to be the Kobe Bryant's, God rest his soul, or the Michael Jordans of the world, then or the Lebrons, or the, the Lebrons, you have that. Or you have people like where I work, like you have people making literally six figures and not the low end, like $500,000 and they're low key. And they don't do that whole networking thing. They don't do this. They don't schmooze and muse. They sit behind their desk. They write their little proposals. They do what they need to do. And they still have a low key life. So it's all about what you want and what you find of importance. Like you don't have to be a hoopla. You don't have have to walk into the room and beat your chest and say, oh, I'm worth this much and I know this person, I know this, and this is a part of my job. You don't have to do all that to be successful in life. Mm-hmm. You can have success in many different ways and it doesn't have to be, it can be, you can be successful monetarily and financially and you don't have to be doing a lot of stuff. Like you don't have to do a lot to make, to make money. Like if you're smart, if you got a job and you can keep a job, you can make a lot of money doing the, it's all the, the it's bare minimum. Yeah, it's how you spend it. Yeah, like so, we've just, wait. So, so why wouldn't you? And with, with that being said, why wouldn't you? Because you mentioned you said you wouldn't date an athlete. Why wouldn't you date an athlete? For me, hypothetically, that should not. So, there's there there's a th- there's stereotypes are there for a reason, right? The stereotype of what an are athlete. The stereotypes. Huh? What are the stereotypes? The stereo- I'm getting there. The stereotypes of an athlete are number one. They're on the road most of the time, right? So you don't see them. They're promiscuous promiscuous with women. And if they're not, there's so much temptation, they very well could be on the off night. Um, there's, they're, when I say they're not home, so then you're spending however many days by stuff and holiday the kids and so. holidays, you're missing this and you're doing that. That's not what you, if you value that's family not what you, time, and if you value family work. time, that cannot work. Like me, I value family time. I value quality time. And in my husband's line of work, I'm home. I'm not, I shouldn't say that by myself. Keep Google my address. <laughs> <laughs> But it takes a certain individual and your personality to just take, you know, to just accept things or to to not even like tolerate. I don't want to say tolerate, but it just takes every lifestyle is basically different. You can be the lady on the news and I see your face every morning and you're fine and you schmooze and lose or whatever. It just it like I said, it's just it's just it's just casual. You just have to do what's best for you. You got to keep your eyes open. You got to keep the eyes behind your head open. You got to keep your ears in an earshot. Cause sometimes you can be, I was reading something the other day and a lady's best friend of 25 years was sleeping with her husband. Like, and they, and then another lady's stepsister got pregnant by her husband. Like, so you, you just, things can just go crazy. Like life is never a straight line, but you, the, the moral of the story of tonight is that you just have to know what you want. You have to use discernment and good judgment. You got to use prayer because life isn't just about here on earth. It's not just about what what college you went to, what car you drive, your house. Even my house now, I pray every day and I be thankful for the life that I'm living in, and my husband and my family and my health. But And this is just going to get spiritual. But at the end of all of this, you got to answer to God. You got to tell us what your prayer is. Ooh. Oh, so wait, wait, wait. So wait. ask that question. I said, you got to tell us what her oh, prayer is. My prayer in general for life 
or just because I have different prayers. Pray for pray for this life that you have. What were you? What did you say in your prayer? Oh, praying for the life oh, that like I this, have. No, oh. it's like the Sierra prayer, like the oh. prayer for Russell. No, I, no, I, I was saying that I, you well, I'm, I'm thankful for the life that I have, and I pray every day. Like every day, my husband leaves, I pray for him. Every day, my I pray for my sister. I pray for my mom. Our mom has lupus. I pray for my mommy during COVID. We lost our daddy. I pray that. I thank God I still have one parent alive. We just lost our grandma last weekend. So it's all about gratitude. And it's that. all about just being thankful. And that's how me and my sister, and there's many other women and men who live their life like this. It's not all about what you see on TV or Instagram and stuff like that. It's literally about um, love. It's all about um, positivity. And it's all about to uh, for us, God, and, and honoring him and, 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 and living for him. Like, mm-hmm. I love my husband, but I live for God. And because I live for God, I treat my husband right and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So, but, and that's just, and that's, again, I can go on for about this and it, it, it could, and the listeners are like, what the hell is she talking about? But that's what it really boils down for me. And I think, and I'm not, and I'm not judgmental of people who, do, who may not have this mindset or may not have this, you know, train of thought, but it makes life so much easier when you realize that bullet point of life is not about the car you drive. It's not about my wedding rings. People that, oh, I love your ring. It ain't about my ring. My, I Hold love my husband. This ring could be gone Hold and up. I don't care. Huh? Hold, it Hold it up. Oh. <laughs> it ain't about that. It isn't. Mm-mm. No, it's not. <laughs> it's really not. Yes, I lie. It ain't about these rings. Listen, here's the story. When I was begging my husband I don't want to be with you. I want to Wait, be with you. Wait, did you say begging your husband? You know what I mean. No, he don't know. You just said that. You just said that. I'm begging, When I was like, I want to get married. I literally, I would say, look, I don't give a fuck if you give me just a regular bang. Hey. Like, like, I don't care about that stuff. Yeah, that stuff doesn't matter. Because, huh? I thought we could curse. Can we curse? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay, all right. So anyway, so to make a long ass story short, my sister and I, and I can speak for both of us, we have always been this way because our parents taught us this, but we don't live a life of of external validation. We have internal validation. As long as we are okay with God, I'm happy. Like nothing else matters. Like I don't care about the next thing. I don't care about a paycheck because your paycheck can be big as hell. You can be miserable as hell on the inside or you can lose it to Facts. So like all that about the home, did you hear about like, the homeless? No, I have Maryland. We, we have friends who, I have friends who houses are massive. I mean, big, and they'll be miserable, or they're going through a divorce, or their their wives are you know cheating and vice versa. Like all these bad negative things, and it doesn't matter. And it's good to have the nice car riding around. Did you say you the wives are cheating, right? The wife, <laughs> right? That's all I heard. Or, or, or like, or everybody, yo, y'all see that pattern? Y'all see that pattern? That shit was funny. Listen, <laughs> all listen. of us was like, "Hold up a second, dog." Wife's a cheating out here. And again, I mean, entanglements right? are real in twenty twenty. Let me tell y'all, that's real. That's just husbands real. cheat, wives Shoot. cheat. Our people got. Let's talk about wife cheating. Up. Let's like talk every, about wife cheats. Why do wives cheat? Let me say, the same I reason tell you, cheat. listen, I would never cheat on my husband. And let me tell you why. Because I'm trying. <laughs> this is the Kiwana show. I, I promise it's not. Yes, but, it is. But, I, but I'm saying, I am so proud of myself and I'm confident because I have learned so much shit 
in my life in 35 years and I got a lot to learn and being with my and being married and being with my husband for as long as I, I have learned so much and the importance of life and I just like to spread it to people because that's some true people that's lose fact. a lot of people lose sight of that but when, that's great men, Wives or men cheat on their spouses because wives cheat because they're either unhappy or their husbands aren't fulfilling them. No, don't let's not label it wives or husband. Why does a spouse cheat? It has nothing to do with a wife or a husband. I want to know what is prompting a woman because a man's cheating different. Oh, I can tell you why. Look, wait, speak. So women cheat because their husbands ain't doing something at home. It could be cleaning. It could be not fucking them right. It could be damn. That's whack. (laughs) Listen, but that's that's the difference. We've been talking about chores a lot since we've been on here. (laughs) Hey, by the way, we got exactly ten minutes, yo. We got ten minutes. Actually, nine minutes and forty seconds. Okay, go ahead. go ahead, my sister. Go ahead. No, you go. You go, go ahead, ladies. You know, only y'all gotta go. I just want to know why women cheat. That's it. Maybe because 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 of laundry. I don't think. Damn, Chris, you don't wash your socks, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody you wash your own socks, bro. I wash. Them. <laughs> women don't like that shit. They don't like dirty drawers, bro. They shouldn't though. Go ahead. I think I think it's subjective. Everybody cheats for. Uh, I, I think a lot of times is la- something is obviously lacking. So it may be some. Let's say I, this is books, articles you read. Like I can read a book and it'll say, you know, I, my husband when I needed him he wasn't there emotionally. So I, I my my coworker who I went to lunch with every day, this you know he was there. He listened to me. Or sometimes women because women you know women are all about emotions. It's not always about physical. So if, if men if are about lacking, emotions too, huh? Men are also about emotions. That's true. That's very true. But I'm just saying that, like me speaking from a woman, I'm more emotional. I'm more mental. So a lot of uh, men I would are see, mental too. Okay, but were you asking about a woman? I'm only speaking about a woman. Facts. So as a woman, if, if 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 you're a person who values listening and communication, and your husband was listening for the first. 10 years, and then all of a sudden, he just said, you know what, this ain't for me. He stopped listening. She's like, well, damn, he used to. Now he's not. And, I, you know, I try to talk to him about it for the last five years. These are just hypothetical. I'm not married, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to interject and say I'm sorry for monopolizing. I, like I said, I just get passionate. <laughs> no, get passionate. People need, a lot of people lose sight of what's really, what really matters in life. And they think this, they think these tangible things are what's important. And it really ain't. It's about when you bought, when you sick in a hospital, who do you want to be there? So right, going back to women cheating. Does, they cheat does the matter? Happy? Go ahead, Ryan. Nah, so if someone cheats, is it necessarily a deal breaker? Wait, are we talking about women right now or in general? I'm talking about in general, but like seven minutes. Go ahead. So, like, is it a deal breaker if a man cheats, but he only cheated because he's just a wild boy and that's who you married and that's who you was with? Like, I knew he was on some wild stuff. He he had a sexual appetite that is not being. Or, Or if it's like, oh, well, he cheated because he was upset with me and he was missing emotional connection like there's there's a you got a place that has different values right doesn't it oh i thought you i thought he was gonna i thought you were saying more i think that if you knew your man was wild before i feel like he would probably be wild while he's married so you shouldn't even be shocked so some women might say you know what i knew that before this is what he is now and they stay but someone like me 
if if I was first, I'm not gonna marry if you was wild before. And if and then and then people change, but at the same time, you have to people pe- who people are. That's who they are. So 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 back, so back if you want to forgive him, there's nothing wrong with that. If you want to if you want to live through your vows, go ahead. Back back up back up back up. How would you know he was wild? That's what unless I'm he, using an example. Ryan just or, or, or his uh, or, or his reputation preceded him. Like I mean, how would you know he's wild? I mean, I I, I mean, because I, I mean, we're not. You know, I remember back in the day when we used to have a conversation. Like, how many people you you been with? You know what I mean? Like that you people used to <laughs> have, number count. Don't have that conversation no more. Especially and then when you leaving out of state, you moving, you may be you may have met a guy who came from Atlanta. You don't know about what he did in Atlanta. You know, you just right. know this southern guy's nice. He opens the door for you. He picks up his yeah. laundry. You know what I'm saying? And he's you know, he, like, oh, he's wild. But you know, how do you how you pinpoint that? How do you know he was a wild boy? I, I, well, one, I was using with Ryan. Example, well, the Ryan thing said, is, I think you don't know if he's you a don't know. Man. But let me tell you this: if you're dating a man before you marry him, and he's dating you and three other women, and you want to be monogamous, but he doesn't, then to you, if that lifestyle may be considered wild. But wild doesn't mean his number count. Wild to me is reckless. reckless not caring, dating your girlfriend and your cousin, and then saying, well, baby, but I love you. I, I'm, I'm only that's doing it because count. I got sexual desires and I yeah. got... That's a number count. I mean, it's a number count. I'm number count. No, it's a number count, but we're talking about the circumstance. Yeah, every, okay, let's say he had sex with 10 women in his whole life, but if he's sleeping with you and two other women, two other number women, count. that's a number count, but that's also reckless because now you're risking Facts. her health and his and your health and the other person. That's what I mean. That's wild to me. How, the question to me is how do you know? You that sometimes you either know you don't. Well, know. okay, here's the thing. You either there's there's different situations. I'll make it quick. You either don't know or they 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 there are signs there. He don't he we answer his phone, he get up and walk out the room. Or he he with you one night and next thing you know, all right babe, uh why I gotta go? What you doing? Um Robert need me down the street. Oh, okay. There's signs there that can indicate that somebody's wild. Sometimes there's never any signs. When you're in a relationship, you just take it's a risk you just gotta yeah, take. It's all a risk. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Same for women too, you know. Oh, you, yeah. A lot of women be sitting up here playing church and oh I'm saying this or uh, you know uh, or uh, women could be talking like me God is good and, and hey, that right like, I, love, I, love, I love my that would hurt the most man and then, look, and then I get off the phone and get off the podcast and next thing you know I'm calling you calling Rob like, hey, so I'm gonna say this much Will Smith is a saint huh? huh I'm gonna say this much Will Smith is a saint <laughs> Hey, a, look, say, hey, look, just so y'all know, I'm I'm not Will Smith. I'm Tory Lanez. <laughs> 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 you Megan yet? <laughs> wow, boy. <laughs> hey, hey, sometimes think about, do you want a Sierra? Do you want a Megan Thee Stallion? Do you want a Cardi B? I mean, you know, you got to think about stuff like that. Is Sierra this? this you want a Kardashian? Right. right. What kind of woman do you want? You, you got it. You, gotta, you right, get right. what you give, and you also, you know, they. You know what they say? Your your spouse mirrors you. Mm-hmm. Why would they say Michelle Obama? Why we ain't throw her in there? Oh, oh yeah. Kamala Harris. Kamala. Shout out to H U. There we. Or look, and look, um, an Obama. Oh, Stacey Abrams. How can we ain't said that yet? Oh, Stacey Abrams. Hey, there we go. Or Stacey Dash. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I like Stacey Dash. Stacey Dash ain't been cool. Since she before. is a baddie, fool. She's fine. It's not about what she looks like. No, time out. 
that counts. She's a baddie. Whatever she okay, wants. Okay, but after the baddie, then what? You know, okay, whatever she what, wants. That's just going too far. She not only no, does whatever she, have- she wants. She's a baddie. Whatever she wants. <laughs> She's beautiful for sure. She's pretty, but whatever. Yeah, whatever she wants. Clueless, Stacy. Stacy Dash from Clueless. Not this, not this uh, Fox 5. Fox That's what Five. he wanted you to say. That's why I said Stacey Dash ain't been cool since Clueless. Oh, all right. My bad. <laughs> Dang, right? Right? Be trying. Uh-uh. Yo, look. Don't be using your JD on us, okay? Because <laughs> we can go toe-to-toe. <laughs> I know. Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> We're coming full circle now. So, uh, any last words from you guys? We got exactly two minutes. Oh, uh, any less? I I think this has been fun. I really enjoyed having a male perspective. I know. Same here. And thank you for listening to my marital bliss. Hey, listen, (laughs) we appreciate the twins coming on, Kiana and Kiwana, the Becca twins. We appreciate Ryan, the CEO of all the light skin. Coming on. <laughs> and of course, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Monroe. And, and me. Yay, Zaya. The humble one. Yes, ma'am. Oh, the humble and one. Metal, and on that note, we are out. Hey, Zan, what, what what's the temperature in your in your spot right now? <laughs> hey, brother, listen, I'm outside. I'm turned. And I got a heater under me, dog. Like it's warm as a motherfucker, but I'm not. <laughs> like fingers are freezing, but you know what I'm saying. Are you gonna punish me? Nah, nah. Listen, because if I do it inside, it wasn't gonna happen. So I had to do it outside. Yeah, but I was sense. prepared. I was prepared. You know what I mean? It's like I treat it like a football game. No biggie. We're outside. There you go. You got to do what you got to do. What you got to do. We got to keep it is what it is going. And, you know, shout out to our sponsors. Shout out to everybody. Becca Twins, Ryan Jones, Chris Moreau, Zam. We out. We out. Thank you. Peace.